I don't want you to think that 2024 is going to be hard by saying, using the word force, but this means that for the fruits of all of your hard work to come to fruition in 2024, the fruits of those struggles, challenges, growth, perseverance, all of that, you will need to apply pressure and move forward. You will need to feel that forward momentum and act on it. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host, and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up everyone and welcome back to a brand new season of Amplify. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I am so excited to be back with the show, back with all of you. It is 2024 right now. It is actually the very end of January 2024 as I am recording this episode for you. And as you likely know, or maybe you don't, but I like to take a couple months off from the show during the holidays. And I've been so, so excited to bring Amplify back. And so in this episode today, we are going to recap 2023 and share a bit about what that year was like for me. We're going to look at some of the numerology, kind of astrological themes and stuff like that, and then talk about what to expect for 2024. So for me, 2023 was a big year of turning inward. If you remember, and if you don't, scroll back a bit here in the podcast and listen to my 2022 recap or the the end of 2022 episode to get an idea of what 2022 was like. But to summarize that for you quickly, 2022 was, I would say the hardest year of my life up until this point. It was a year of pretty much nonstop, deep, deep, deep shadow work, deep ego deaths, like super, super intense from start to finish. The like amount of stuff that happened in that year was insane. And I'm so proud of myself for how I really, really not just survived during that year, but how much I grew and how much I leaned into discomfort, how much I jumped into the challenges and the pain and the healing and all of that. And so 2023 for me was a year of really my intention was to have it be a soft, abundant year. And it started out Q1 of 2023 started out really busy. Actually, I was working a lot. I had signed a huge new client as part of a consulting team that I was working with. And that contract for that client, just for one year, it's the biggest 
contract that I have ever signed. And yes, I was part of a team with it in no way undermines the magnitude of this contract. It was nearly a million dollars for the full year and being able to not only prepare a pitch, present the pitch, all that kind of stuff to secure the business, but then to do that work, it was just such a huge milestone as far as what I am able to attract financially, right? The level of abundance I am able to magnetize, to attract. And of course, like that all, you know, I was part of a team, everything like that, but it was a huge pivotal moment in my magnetism journey. And so that's how Q1 started, which, and so many other things were going on business-wise, all this kind of stuff. And 2023 ended up being a huge year of turning inward. My intention with starting the year, especially as, you know, looking at how 2022 went, right, was so intense, so challenging, so difficult, so painful. 2023, I was like, all right, we get to be soft. This year gets to be spacious. This year gets to feel good. I want to take such good care of myself and just like feel amazing. Right. And it was a lot of that. And the interesting thing, when I look back on 2023, I set a lot of big goals for 2023. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. I did not accomplish all of those goals. I didn't accomplish most of those goals. I accomplished several of them, but I didn't accomplish all of them. And when I, you know, was reflecting on the year, because at the end of the year, usually for new year's Eve, I like to do a yearly reflection and plan for the next year. That's how I like to spend my new year's Eve. And as I was doing my planning, you know, and my reflection, I looked at my goals from last year and I was like, a lot of these goals are the same for this year. I might cross a few, like there might be less, that sort of thing, but like a lot of these are the same. And there was a moment where I was like, geez, I really let myself down. I didn't accomplish like any of this shit, you know, like what the fuck was I doing? (laughs) But then I reminded myself of the fact that 2023 got to look very different. Right. And so much of 2023 was so intuition driven. I was so led by my intuition the entire year, just about. And like I said, it started very busy, a lot of work, a lot of stuff going on, like pretty, like a a bit too much actually. And I remember having a session with my intuitive healer, intuitive mentor, Mel, who she has been on the podcast before. It's one of my favorite episodes. So definitely want to listen to that when we're done here with this episode. But I had a session with her early in 2023 where she was like, you know, I think you should just take, because I was feeling like I was too much in my masculine energy. I was like, oh, I'm just like craving the feminine. I need more play and like artistic and just like ease flow, like all this kind of stuff. And she's like, you know, I think you should just take like the next couple months off, like next two months off, like and play and like be creative and rest and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, are you kidding me? I can't like, there's way too much going on for that. Like, no, I cannot. And then when I, and I think I talked about this in a past episode, I looked back and realized in, I think it was June and July, May, June, July, I took those months, not completely off, but I took a very clear break from selling, from promoting and allowed myself to very much be like off. And in retrospect, right, once that started to happen, I was like, after a couple months, I was like, oh my gosh, I ended up 
taking a couple months off, just like she encouraged me to do. It wasn't the exact timing that she recommended, but I ended up doing it pretty organically, which I thought was so neat because 2023 was so much about me turning inward, right? Connecting with my intuition in a much deeper way, connecting with my intuitive abilities in a much deeper way, really grounding into my body, being led by my body and trusting that whatever direction I was supposed to go in was the direction to go in, right? And so a very much a year of turning inward. And when I say that, right, sometimes I describe 2023 as being kind of a cocoon year and not in the sense of like 2022 was like, just like excruciating healing, some depression, like 2022 was so hard. 2023 was inward in a very nourishing and nurturing way. It was so soft. It was abundant. It was flexible. I was so in flow. And so when I, some of the things that made it look like that or made it feel like that, right? Like I slept in, I always got like plenty of sleep. I treated myself to massages. I got mani pedis pretty regularly. I went exploring on the weekends. If I was like, oh, this spot or this cafe or this sort of thing, this looks interesting. I want to go check it out. And so I'd go do that. So I spent a lot of time with myself and doing things that brought me joy and felt really, really nourishing to me. And it was so beautiful. I also did a really deep detox during 2023. I think from the months of June, July, and August, kind of during that time when I pulled back from being in like sales energy, push energy, marketing energy, when I kind of like took a couple months off and this detox, and I went into the detox deeper in the past episode, but this detox, it was all like completely every area, social media. I unfollowed everybody on social media. I still haven't followed anybody back. I thought I would follow people back by now, like after only like a month or two, but it feels so good. It feels so good to spend less time on my phone. So I'm just like sticking with it. Right. And feel so much less comparison, like all this kind of stuff. So social media detox, I detoxed quote unquote, my home in the sense that I like cleared out closets, like just cleared out clutter and like just got stuff out. I detoxed my mind. I eliminated so many distractions and stuff like that. And it felt so good. I did a like two month raw vegan detox, which I don't know how well you know me, but if you know me, you know that I love food. I love to eat. I love meat. I let, like, I'm not restrictive with myself. I eat very healthy because I want to eat in a way that feel like makes me feel really good. Right. And it's like, I'm going to be honest also, like I like fucking looking good too, you know, but I also enjoy food. I enjoy experiencing food. I enjoy trying new things, like all this kind of stuff. So I'm not really rigid when it comes to eating. I try and have pretty minimal dairy and minimal gluten just for like hormone regulation and stuff like that. So for me doing a vegan situation, that's not how I operate typically, but then doing raw vegan, that was super extreme. And it actually was so great. I would say like do maybe a week to get used to the biggest shift, honestly, was giving up caffeine and I still don't drink coffee. So I gave up coffee in like June, I would say last year. And I still don't drink coffee. I'll have green tea, matcha, that sort of thing. I just last week had a decaf coffee for the first time since like having no coffee at all. And interestingly, 
I know decaf coffee has like a zero caffeine in it. It has like two milligrams. So barely anything. And that's way less than like in a matcha or a green tea. However, it still gives me the like jitters kind of like, it still makes my like heart feel kind of like shaky, like jittery. So I don't know. I was thinking like, Oh, maybe I can just have some decaf and that'll like kind of feel like my nice little coffee fix. No, it still makes me feel like I'm a little heart attacky, right? So still just on my matcha vibe and I love it. So with all of that, doing this detox in all the areas, right? Like my brain, social media, what I'm consuming, both spiritually, nutritionally, mentally, emotionally, like all that kind of stuff. I got so firm with my boundaries and what had access to me, not just who, but also what had access to me, where my attention was going, all of this. And so many beautiful things started happening. My magnetism elevated, my manifestations were happening faster and with more ease and effortlessness. I also started dreaming again. So interesting situation in 2020. And again, if you scroll back through the podcast, you can hear how 2020 was for me, all this kind of stuff. But in 2020, obviously COVID happened that affected all of us in so many ways and like was a huge, huge, huge thing to experience for all of us. During in the like two months that COVID kind of hit during that two month window, I decided to end my marriage. My, one of my businesses like exploded in a way that I had been hoping for and and dreaming of for a long time. And obviously COVID was going on. So like, those are all really intense things to happen all at the same time. And when that happened, I stopped dreaming. And when I say I stopped dreaming, I stopped remembering my dreams because we're always dreaming. It's just whether or not we can remember them. So I stopped remembering my dreams and I didn't remember any dreams for the last several years. Right. So I would occasionally, rarely, rarely, rarely have dreams. I would say like in 2020, I had maybe five total dreams that I remembered 2021. Similarly, 2022 kind of similar, like maybe five, a handful of dreams that I remembered 2023. Once I did that detox nutritionally, like a couple weeks into the nutritional detox, I started dreaming again consistently. And now I dream very regularly and it's so fucking cool. Right. So I just love seeing how like our energy, right. If your energy is getting clogged up and blocked up by things like it has an effect on you, you know? So Loved seeing that my body also with the nutritional detox, likely the energetic detox, all of that, my body released a lot of inflammation. So I lost some weight, like just my body started working better, feeling better. So many things. And like I said, it was an incredibly soft year. I took a lot more action on my vision board items. So like, I love experiencing art and like music and stuff like that. And so I took myself to museums pretty regularly, like would take myself like on solo museum dates. I would go to art galleries. I started dipping my toe into singing again. So fun fact, I did a lot of singing in high school and also in college. I've sang in a few bands. I had a scholarship for singing in college, like everything. And so I've been really missing that and wanting to get back into it. So I kind of started, you know, dabbling a little bit in 2023 as well. And So to summarize all of that, 2023, it was a beautiful year of turning inward and really nourishing myself and nurturing myself in so many ways. And it's the year that I really feel like I stepped into and owned my queen energy in a way that I never have before. I just felt so like 2023 
felt so aligned for me in so many ways. And the results in my life also reflected that. Right. And of course, like I'm not perfect. I'm always still learning and everything like that. So there's things that I can look at and be like, oh, we didn't do that as well as we wanted to, or that, right. And I think one of the biggest things from 2023 is how much I honored myself, how much I allowed myself to be led by my intuition and how aligned I was. And so now stepping into 2024, some of my big intentions are, and I'm not going to tell you all my goals, right? I'm going to keep those secret till they happen. But some of my big, big intentions are to really, really live in my muse energy, in my oracle energy, in my creatrix, like vixen energy. So really lean even more into that divine feminine energy and really into the like artist, like that wild artist healer muse kind of energy. And that's going to happen in a few ways. One of the ways is through my program queendom, which I am so excited about. Just started at the beginning of this month. We'll open doors for queendom a few times a year. So if you're curious about that, it is my year long divine feminine embodiment program with a big emphasis on sexual energy, abundance, all of that kind of stuff, self-expression, really owning your queen energy and what that it means to live in your queen energy and build your queendom, right? And live in your queendom, you know? And so that's one way that I get to really live and be in my muse, oracle, creatrix energy. Another way that I get to do that is by doing more art for myself. So even more painting, I did so much painting last year and I really, really love that, but doing even more painting, doing more music. So getting, you know, I mentioned, I want to get back into singing. And so I'm going to be doing that in a more serious way this year as well. There may be some shifts in my business happening. There's already been some shifts as far as my coaching business, leaning a lot more into somatic healing and working with the unconscious mind and healing and everything like that. I actually just wrapped up a somatic healing certification, which is so freaking fascinating, but I'm going to do a whole nother episode on that. So stay tuned. This year, another intention of mine is to launch a new company, which I had intended to launch last year and last year went differently than I planned. (laughs) And so launching a new company this year, I also am calling in my divine partner and family and yeah, it just feels, I'm so excited for 2024. And on that note, I want to dive into the numerology of the last few years and then 2024 for a moment and a bit of the astrology and stuff going on. And I'm going to say, as I dive into this, that disclaimer, this is not my area of expertise. So I've done research on this stuff to, because of my own curiosity and to understand it more, but this is not my zone of genius. So I'm kind of a beginner at the numerology stuff and astrology stuff. So bear with me, but hopefully this is interesting for you as well. Cause I find it pretty fascinating. So 2022, if we add, so with numerology, right? So if we're taking a date, 2022, two, zero, two, two, you add up each of the digits. So two plus zero plus two plus two is six, right? And so six is the number of personal choice, right? And so 2022 was about making choices, right? Making maybe difficult choices. 
And as I mentioned already, and I really encourage you to scroll back and listen to my podcast episode on 2022, because it was so intense. But some of the choices that I made in 2022 was to really go deep in my shadow work and experience many ego deaths. The biggest ones were related to my worthiness and related to my patterns with narcissistic abuse, my history with my own narcissistic abuse in my past. And even in, you know, at that time in my present and my realizations around that specifically in how that was something that I, on some level was seeking out and on some level was wanting, right? And so looking at my patterns with that and the choices that I had made in my life with regard to that, those kinds of dynamics, right? And which really underneath that is a worthiness wound, right? I don't feel worthy. So I'm going to allow myself to be mistreated by people in these ways, that sort of thing. And so when we look at the numerology of it, right? Six being a number of personal choice and 2022 then being a year where you we, I made some big choices. That was my year to really choose to end that pattern, to end that cycle of narcissistic trauma, abuse, being open to that kind of energy, all of that. And I really did, right? So even in 2023, when that sort of energy would pop up into my world, I would recognize it so fast, so fast (laughs) and be like, I know what this is, peace, right? And so 2023, if we do the numerology there, we come to a seven, right? Two plus two plus three plus zero technically is in there too, right? Seven, which is a number of completion. So that means, right? Cycles are coming to a close. And for me personally, I was really coming back home to myself, really stepping into, like I said, stepping into my queen energy. It was a year of deep, deep, deep alignment. and really in that seven, right? Year of completion. It's about aligning completely with the choices that you made in year six or in year 2022, right? The choices that you made in year 2022, 2023 was about aligning completely, right? Coming to completion with those choices that you made. Okay. And so that for me being a big year of really nourishing myself, nurturing myself, honoring myself was a way that I really completed that cycle and made brought completion to that choice of no more tolerating this kind of treatment, whether it's in relationships, family, business dynamics, you name it. And so then 2024 is an eight. You've got two plus zero plus two plus four. So eight is the number of new beginnings. So this is the year, 2024 is the year that you will really see the fruit of all that alignment from 2023. But as you know, because I've talked about this, I know I've definitely talked about this. Alignment alone is not enough to make things happen. Alignment is one piece of magnetism and manifestation, right? Alignment is a very important piece, absolutely, because the more aligned you are, the more magnetic you are, because the more more of your power is contained within yourself, right? Because it's not going all these other places that are out of alignment, right? It's not being wasted, but alignment is just one piece. So 2024, 
being the year of number of new beginnings is about taking action from that place of alignment. It's a year of movement and momentum. And interestingly, when 2024 started these last several weeks, I have felt so much forward momentum, right? Like my energy in my body, not necessarily physically, but when I tune into the energy of my body, it feels like it's leaning forward, ready to go, right? From a beautifully aligned place. So 2024 is a year of movement. So view 2024 as a starting line, right? As like point zero, like let's go. So all that alignment that you had to choose for yourself in 2023, even if it was difficult and even if it was exhausting, alignment on its own does not create the big results that you desire. Alignment on its own does not manifest. You need to take aligned, inspired action, right? Aligned, inspired action is required to bring your manifestations to life. And according to the law of momentum conservation, and we're not going to get into this too deep, for momentum to shift from one object to another, force needs to be applied, right? So when I say that, I don't want you to think that 2024 is going to be hard, right? By saying, using the word force. But this means that for the fruits of all of your hard work to come to fruition in 2024, so all that work, all that deep soul work you did in 2022, those difficult choices that you made, and then all the work you did in 2023 to get aligned, right, to find completion in those choices, in order to see the fruits of all of those decisions, the fruits of those struggles, challenges, growth, perseverance, all of that you will need to apply pressure and move forward. You will need to feel that forward momentum and act on it. So 2023 was a different kind of moving forward, right? It was kind of muddy, I think, for a lot of people. Like for me, again, it was soft and felt very luxurious and gentle, but I also wasn't wanting to move fast at all. I wanted to slow down, cocoon, nurture myself, nourish myself, all of that. It was not a year for me of taking big action and moving fast. It was very finite and very tender, right? I love that word. So this year, 2024, is very much an I can move things forward kind of energy, but with a sense of ease and flow. So the momentum of 2024 will feel fast, most likely, right? So you're going to need some energy to keep up. You're going to need to cultivate your energy. You're going to need to be mindful of how you're using your energy. You're going to need to expand your energetic capacity, but don't be afraid of that, right? Because you've done so much deep, hard work the past few years, and now you're ready to shift your energy intentionally to move toward that life that you have been healing for, that life you've been transforming for, right? You're ready to take the action. You're so ready for it. And then if we look ahead a little bit more, 2025 is a nine, two plus zero plus two plus five. We get nine. Nine is the number of birth. We are so, so close. Oh, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. 
2024 is going to go by fast. And there's so much that you can create this year. Trust the alignment. Make those decisions in the moment to stay in alignment. Trust the healing and the work that you've done. Continue to do do the healing and the work when it pops up. But trust that there's so much that you can create. Trust the flow. Trust that you have the energy and the capacity to take action and to really make that life that you've envisioned and dreamed of, you have the energy and the momentum to make it happen. And one more thing that I want to talk about before we call it on this first episode of 2024 is I want to talk a little bit about Pluto. And again, I am not an astrology expert by any means. So the next couple points and stuff like that, that I'm going to bring to you are from some research that I've done from people who are experts in this area. So about two weeks ago, I think so kind of mid January, Pluto left Capricorn after 15 years there and went into Aquarius. So Pluto in 2023 dipped its toe back into Aquarius just for a moment in March But before that, it hadn't been in Aquarius since about like 1777, right? And so, and Pluto will go back into Capricorn for a moment during the U.S. election. So like September, November, 2024. Interesting timing on that, right? Like, I think it's just going to be crazy. And then Pluto is going to go back into Aquarius until 2043 to 2044. So what exactly does that mean? Pluto is the planet of transformation. Aquarius energy is about humanity and about the collective. So it's about innovation. It's about forward thinking. Aquarius is also a fixed sign as opposed to a mutable sign, right? And so mutable signs are adaptable. Fixed signs are fixed, right? Fixed energy is about responsibilities, execution, desires, and goals. Sound familiar to the, you know, number eight of 2024. So again, if you've been laying the groundwork for your dreams, which you likely have, if you're here in my community, then this is the time when those dreams are going to come to life through you for the good of the collective, right? So again, even Pluto shifting into Aquarius, like further supports this momentum and action and things coming to life, right? Fruits being birthed. And again, for the good of the collective. So a few questions for you on this. If you haven't already reflected on 2023, I just invite you to look at like, how did you grow? What did you learn? What are you really proud of? What could you have done better? What would you have done differently? And then as far as numerology, right? Like looking at 2022, what big choices, what difficult choices did you make? And then for 2023, how did you bring completion to those choices, right? How did you get into alignment with those choices? And then for 2024, what does it mean? Like what action are you going to be taking? What momentum feels like it wants to move in you? Right? What seeds have you been planting that are going to benefit the collective? What foundation have you been building that's going to make an impact? What ripple have you been starting that's going to touch 
others and how are you going to bring it to life? All right. Thank you so much for tuning in on this first episode back in 2024. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.